So what we're going to get into today, we're going to watch this Bill Gates uh, video here with him and Ellen where he mentioned the vaccines. And of course, he's been behind, you know, the whole vaccine agenda for a while. We've heard of the depopulation, depopulation agenda that many people have. And I want to also talk about Vaxxed, the movie, which also has exposed um, a lot of these vaccines, MMR shots, um, head scientists of the CDC. Dr. William Thompson was one of the whistleblowers for uh, the vaccine situation. So uh, we're going to play all that. And then we're going to show background of the Nation of Islam and how the Nation of Islam has been been on the front lines when it comes to vaccines and fighting for these rights and fighting for us to, you know, not have to take them, things of that nature. So uh, let's check out this video. All right, hold on real quick. Let me go back just a little bit. Bam. My question is, you warned everybody about this in a TED Talk in 2015. You predicted this would happen. Uh, and so I'm sure you're very prepared because you knew this was going to happen. Did you? Do you feel like you prepared? And did y'all see his little shoulder shrug like, yep, I told you. Yep, I, I, I tried to tell him. Look at this. Look at this little old Eric. Look at predicted this would happen uh look at that yeah i knew it we knew about it my question is you warned everybody about this in a ted talk in 2015 you predicted this would happen uh and so i'm sure you're very prepared because you knew this was going to happen did you do you feel like you prepared for this i mean even though this probably surprised you beyond what you expected well, the goal of the uh, 2015 talk and the detailed uh, article in the New England Journal of Medicine was so that the government would do the work to be ready for the next epidemic. And that would have meant that we would have had diagnostics very quickly, uh, drugs very quickly, and even a vaccine, uh, all of those things dramatically faster than what we're going through here. Uh, over the last five years, the foundation and others uh, did make investments in things like a coalition called CEPI that will help get the vaccine out faster than would have otherwise been the case. But only about 5% of what should have been done uh, to get ready for this, because this is even you know, worse than war, and yet the amount that was put into it, the amount we practiced and had uh, you know, the ability to make these tools – uh, virtually nothing was done. Practice. And so are you saying, and I don't want to get political about this, obviously this administration is blaming the last administration saying they didn't have anything. Um, was Did anyone listen to you? Was there something? And then it was then uh, like, let the, then everybody abandoned it? Or what happened exactly? Well, it's hard to know how much to spend on something that, you can't really compute the probability in any particular year that it's going to come, you know, fire, war, uh, earthquakes. Uh, and so government, you know, they look and they see we had epidemics like the Ebola epidemic in Africa that should have gotten us ready. Then we had Zika, uh, but a respiratory uh, pandemic uh, that's very widespread, uh, really we haven't seen uh, anything like this for the hundred years. And I speaking of the Ebola situation, 
Uh, I'm going to also go and play a clip of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speaking up about vaccines even during the Ebola time. I actually thought that anniversary of 1918 would uh, you know, galvanize people as well. So a few things were done. Uh, some countries, even without that preparing in advance, have acted in a way that made sure that uh, very few of their citizens die and they don't have to shut down their economy. Uh, you know, now all the countries that have widespread infection, like the United States, we need to learn from each other about how you not only flatten the numbers, but to get them down. And then, you know, with luck uh, in early June, if the whole country does a better job of shutting down and we get uh, prioritization of the testing that's going on, what policies should we have? Because until we get almost everybody vaccinated uh, globally, we still won't be fully back to normal. Uh, we want. Hmm. Now, ain't that ironic? Ain't that ironic? Until we get everybody vaccinated, we won't be back to normal. Hell, I think normal is hell. We ain't got all that vaccine and all that stuff that we don't even know what's in the vial up in us. We've heard mercury. Things of this nature that has been shown through many people after these vaccines was was given to babies that it leads to autism. We've had I've seen on a on the Vax documentary where they've literally had parents come in crying, saying that their son could walk, their son was functional, their son was just sane. And after the vaccine, the MMR shot lost it. But here's the kicker part. You can't sue the pharmaceutical companies. You can't sue them. So even if something does happen, you can't even sue them. This is the trick. So he's telling us that we have to be, you know, until everybody get vaccine or vaccinated, not going to be back to normal. Let's check what he just said. And then, you know, with luck uh, in early June, if the whole country does a better job of shutting down and we get uh, prioritization of the testing that's going on, what policies should we have? Because until we get almost everybody vaccinated uh, globally, we still won't be fully back to normal. Uh, we want to go, you know, and manufacture and do construction and go to school. But there will be things like big public events where the risk will outweigh the risk of a disease rebound. So you just you just said June, but we aren't going to have vaccine any vaccines for probably a year. So how I mean, I can't even imagine going out to a crowded restaurant or anything in June or July if we don't have vaccines. How? How do you see us acclimating back into a normal life when we don't have the cure for this? Well, your point's a very good one, which is even if we're doing the right things where we've fixed the testing problems, uh, we're making sure people are strict about quarantine, we're doing really good contact tracing. And so the government is able to encourage some type of activities to resume, even so, the populace has been thinking about this uh, infectious disease enough that people will be reluctant. Even, you know, they say, okay, it's fine to send your kids to school. I hope 
uh, we have enough proof that everybody will feel like they go along with that. Or if you want to reopen a factory, do enough workers show up that you can really engage in that activity. Some things like restaurants will probably have more spacing and the demand will be reduced because of what we've all gone through here. Now, before he continues, what, what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to this is schools. Now, schools, you know, um, especially big schools, 5A, 4A, those kind of schools are, uh, those are large gatherings. Basketball games, large gatherings. Football games, large gatherings. Lunch, cafeteria, large gathering. And uh, I think we as a people need to prepare now for whatever may come in the future. And keep in mind that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has been telling us, do for self or suffer the consequences. They may open the schools back up. But if the school is considered a large gathering and your son cannot go, and because of the pandemic, if they do open it up, you at least have to be vaccine, which uh, vaccinated, which we already know has been implemented in some states already. I believe New York already pulled the religious the religious form. You can't use that anymore. So if you got to get vaccinated to go to the school now, what decision are we going to make? That's why it's important during this quarantine to not just be playing around. Yeah, you can rest. Yes, you know what I mean? You can get time with your family. You can, you know, I'm not saying you got to you gotta walk around here with a frown every single day and every single second of your day you worried about this virus. But I am saying you need to be thinking about yourself, self-improvement. Because if you don't have different streams of income and you don't have any plan about the education of your children and they say, hey, he can't come back without, a, without the vaccine. She can't come back without the vaccines. What are we going to do? Now we're in the valley of decision. I got to go to work so I can provide for them. And then if I stay home and so they won't get the vaccine, how am I going to make money? Maybe you need to learn how to make some money digitally, digitally now, on social media now. Get different streams of income now. Find out what your gift, skill, and talent is now. Find out who your niche market is, target uh, audience is, and what value you're going to bring to them so that you can create a product or service to help people and then get paid in the process now. Because if new laws come to your city after this, family, I don't want us to be surprised like this quarantine surprised a lot of people. We don't want that to happen. So uh, let's continue. But we need to start getting things back to normal. They won't be back to normal until we either have that phenomenal vaccine or phenomenal a therapeutic vaccine. that's like over 95% effective. This guy said the phenomenal vaccine? Come on, man. And so we have to assume that's going to be almost 18 months from now. But I, I mean, you and Melinda, first of all, that's why I call you the most generous, and I should include Melinda in this, too. You're both extremely yeah. generous. You you donated $100 million um, to fight this as soon as this started in February. I think you, you donated the, the money. So that $100 million is going to go towards, obviously, trying to find a vaccine, but also this therapeutic that you're talking about that will be like a, a temporary fix? That's right. The foundation... Uh does far more in terms of infectious disease work than any uh, group in the world. And so we've reprioritized and everybody uh, 
in all our grantees now prioritize this coronavirus work. So, you know, even polio eradication, we're not able to work on that or new drugs for HIV. But that skill set is very applicable to helping pick which drugs should go into trials and which vaccines we should build factories for uh, so that if one proves safe and efficacious, we can make billions of doses. So our whole thing is upended. We're giving money to up the testing capacity uh, because in developing countries where they can't do these quarantines, uh, that's where, sadly, uh, the vast majority of the deaths are likely to take place. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. So if I, I still don't, I mean, I, I can't wrap my head around if we don't really have a cure for it, like, you know, I'm obviously I'm doing my my show from my, my house. Mm-hmm. And as a lot of other people, you know, that that have shows are able to do. But I can't imagine having an audience all kind of sitting next to each other. And that being because because also, isn't it possible that it comes back in the fall? Well, we don't know how seasonal it is. So that would actually be good news that that is that if the force of infection went down in the summer, uh, that would make this thing of getting the case numbers way down. Uh, so we start opening up. That would actually make it easier. But you're right. Then we'd have to pay attention to it coming back. But there are ways of doing that, that China is showing, South Korea is showing, that uh, the risk of infection is very, very low. So you might be back in your studio because the way the workers engage with each other and the amount they can be tested to make sure nobody's infectious will be very different than what we have today. You may or may not have the audience. I I would guess that will take a lot longer than going back to the studio for the filming itself. You know, speaking of that, I mean, there's no cars on the road, very few planes. I mean, it's obviously affecting the economy in a bad way, but the planet is benefiting from this. And I know that's been important, the environmental issue for you. I mean, we have, they just said the air in Los Angeles is cleaner than it's ever been in the history of, I I mean, ever. That's amazing. Yeah, I wish that all our jobs could be done uh, from home as well as your job and my job, you know, but for people who uh, are in restaurants or factories or construction or cleaning, uh, you know, they're looking at their livelihood going away. And so sadly, like many bad things, those who are in the toughest circumstances are going to bear most of the pain. And so we really, we want to get into this semi-normal phase as soon as we can. And then uh, the vaccine is the thing that, that will change things. And that's why, you know, really figuring out how do we make sure it's safe? Because uh, that when you give it to 7 billion healthy people, that's super important. So the challenge we put to scientists at the foundation and many, many places. Okay, that kind of slipped by. What does he mean by giving it to seven? Let me see, because it kind of looked like it was an edit. Let me. Who uh, are in restaurants or factories or construction or cleaning, uh, you know, they're looking at their livelihood going away. And so sadly, like many bad things, those who are in the toughest circumstances are going to bear most of the pain. And so we really, we want to get into this semi-normal phase as soon as we can. And then uh, the vaccine is the thing that, that will change things. And that's why, you know, really figuring out how do we make sure it's safe? Because uh, that 
when you give it to 7 billion healthy people, that's super important. So give it to 7 billion healthy people. Just want to make sure y'all caught that. The challenge we put to scientists at the foundation and many, many places who are working night and day on this is very high. And, you know, although the best case is actually shorter than 18 months, we don't want to create a lot of expectations because we really aren't quite sure. So people like Fauci and myself are giving that as kind of the likely date. It could be better. It could be worse. So 18 months and the economy is already, as you mentioned, I mean, all the it's it's heartbreaking what's happening to, to people out there that that were already living paycheck to paycheck and now don't know when they're going to get paid again. And, uh, you know, it's a strain on on, you know, unemployment. Everybody's everyone's you know, it's an issue for everyone. So how does the economy bounce back from something like this? Do you do you have faith that it will or how long do you think it's going to take? Well, I, it won't go back to normal in some very rapid fashion because not only do we have, you know, these factories shut down mm. uh, and all these activities have ceased, even, even as we start them back up, people will still be a bit leery about going out right. uh, and they will have seen their investments and their job security greatly reduced. So uh, the 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 strong economy we had will take several years before that comes back. The good thing about the economy is that eventually it will come back. The medical price uh, that will be paid by countries all over the world, you know, that's a lot of deaths that uh, will simply never be able to reverse that at all. Um. And so, again, I want us to really be listening to this because if he's talking, if Bill Gates is talking about uh the economy is going to take years to kind of uh, revamp. We have to really get ahead of our game. Black man and woman. Brown man and woman. Yellow man and woman. Poor white. Because if you already live in check to check before this happened. Then we have an economic downfall. What's going to happen to the income then if we don't learn how to pivot? So I want you guys to go back on my videos with me and brother Jake. Three steps to get started with your dream. How to manifest things, because this is going to be very important. You got to write down, where do I want to go? Because before anybody give you any direction, before you get any guidance, you have to know where you're going. If you have a skill, if you have a talent, we must now look at that talent. Look at that skill. And we have to almost remove the old paradigm thinking. Because the old way obviously is going out. It's going digital. So, you know, I got a I got a group of people right now, some of my students. And um they're about to make thirty thousand dollars this month from taking my digital real estate course. Or my advice, my coaching from the digital real estate. Uh, all from Facebook. No, and they didn't have to pay no ads, no expenses, none of that. All profit. And uh, I've been trying to tell people this a long time. Now people have been hitting me up like a lot now. 
Brother, what was that course you had? Brother, what was you talking about the other day, that last year? Brother, what were you saying? And unfortunately, it's kind of like they waited now. If they would have started then, by now, they would have kind of been where they needed to be. But I'm not saying take my class. If you want to, you can. If you don't, you don't. That's fine. But I am telling you, find a way to pivot. What gifts do you have? What knowledge, what experience do you have? And then look at how you can use that in the modern times that we are in. In the modern time that we in, because we can talk all day, the coronavirus not real. It's really 5G. No, it ain't 5G. No, it's this. Well, no, the government trying to do this. Well, I had a dude call the other day on my Facebook said, no, Brother Ben, I used to be, I talked to the Illuminati, and they put it in the meat, and everybody who eat meat. I, man, there's so many theories out there. And what I was saying is this, man. Hey, I don't I don't know what it is. I, 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 that ain't my lane. I don't mind staying in my lane. But I do know this. Self-improvement is the basis for community development. It don't give a it, it don't matter if it's if it's corona, it don't matter if it's uh 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 5G, it don't matter if it's the water, it don't matter if it's the air. What I do got to do is prepare me no matter what it's coming from. I got to prepare my family. If I know people are dying and catching this, do I got life insurance as a as a as a man, as a woman? If I do catch it and something happens to me, will my children at least be straight? If I'm working on a job, do I got other streams of income that I'm either invested in or I'm building up? So if anything happens to this business or this right here where they just say, well, it's not considered essential. Do I have other supplement income to supplement the income that I have? So many people ask me, Brother Ben X, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred in $30,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. Or to at least get me over until I'm able to make another play, do another move. These are things we got to think about. Not all this fear stuff, fear, 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 all with the world finna end, everything about to die, it's finna go down. Yeah, things may be serious. But is that going to be a reason that you just don't focus on self? Is that going to be a reason why you don't network? Is that going to be a reason why you don't think and plan about how you can do something for yourself and your family? That don't stop anything like that. Because I've been saying after the coronavirus is over with, we do not want to find ourselves in the same position that we were when the coronavirus came and the quarantine started, non-essential. Not only that, but we don't find we don't want to find ourselves in a worse condition than we came in. We don't want that either. So let's focus, family, and don't just look at this as, oh, did you see what Bill Gates said? Oh, did you see what this article said? Look at it and then plan. Think about how you can plan and strategize how to overcome this obstacle. Then here's a question that I don't know if you can answer, but, uh, you know, I was talking to Pink, who, of course, uh, had uh, COVID-19 and her, her three-year-old baby, who is now two days uh, fever free, so he's getting better. And 
you know, I was talking to Pink, who, of course, uh, had uh, COVID-19 and her, her three-year-old baby, who is now two days uh, fever-free, so he's getting better, and she's feeling much better. But she's super healthy, and and yet she gets it. And, you know, in the beginning, it was, uh, you know, only older people that, that were vulnerable or people with pre-existing conditions. And, and then it's, you know, babies and people that are healthy. And then, you know, she gets it and she's in the same house with her husband and her daughter. They don't get it. And so how is it so, and, and she never had fever. She didn't have the, the same symptoms that everybody, she never once had fever. So it's all over the place. How is this happening to really healthy people? Yeah, we have a, a surveillance network that we've started uh, here in Seattle that will get expanded to other locations. We're helping other countries do the same thing to really understand what's going on with different age ranges and professions. You know, in some communities, uh, blacks are getting the disease, severe disease in higher percentages. Uh, that's not well understood. The This is different than flu, where young people do get the flu quite a bit, although they don't die of it. Here, uh, the level of infection in young people is quite a bit younger. The death rates are different than the infection rates. Those are even more tilted towards the elderly and comorbidities, except for some health workers who seem to get such a strong exposure uh, that that alone makes it potentially fatal for them. So so this deep understanding of our, our young people, part of the infection chain, that'll help inform things like resuming school, uh, because you know it'd be great if the kids who've you know, essentially lost three months of the school year, uh, if we can get them back, uh, you know, and help them catch up. All right. Okay. And this is what I want to show y'all. Of the minister. Uh oh. This is the minister back in what year was this? Two thousand and four. Talking about the lethal injection. Is that what that book is called? Lethal injection? Uh, something by injection. Check this out by the minister. This is the minister talking about vaccines in 2004. I have a book here that I would like. It's out of print. It's called Murder by Injection. Murder by Injection. They just give you vaccinations. Now you can't even take your children to school without their telling you you have to be vaccinated. Mm. Do you know what they're putting in that damn vaccine? They tell you it's this, but it may be that. See, this is see the minister, man, he's he's always ahead of time with stuff, man. You know, you got people on YouTube and all these damn other people acting like they the only one putting in work, acting like they the only one done discovered something. The minister done said this stuff, man, decades ahead of time. Been warning people decades ahead of time about these vaccines, warning us. Hey, be careful. You know, you don't know what's in that vial. Speaking up against it, you know, making it aware at the Million Man March. See, many people don't even realize that at the Million Man March, he mentioned it on the tour. That was around the time John F. Kennedy Jr. met with him and said that pretty much the Black Caucus wouldn't do it. 
Black churches wouldn't get behind it. This, this, they didn't get it. He said when he came to the minister, the minister was with it. He pushed it. But see, many people come come down there, or they watching the minister find out where he's fought at, to, to push their own teaching, to condemn condemn him so they can get a look clout, so they can get followers. They act like that ain't why they're doing it. They try to pretend that's not why they're doing it, but that's why they're doing it. Because if that was the case, they got plenty of other people that they can go after, of, but they know everybody talking about the minister, so let me just point the minister out. That's how the game works. Come on, man. That's how the game works. It's just like hip-hop. That's what it is. This thing be just like hip-hop. Let me go out to Jay-Z or Drake. Hopefully they do a diss record back. If I do a diss record back, if he do a diss record back, oh, we going to blow up. Or even if he don't respond, you know what I'm saying? If if it's, if I'm his people see it, oh, I'm going to blow up. That's it's just how this game go. But you can't lie about the work. You can't lie. We got this on film. It's documented. So all praise is due to uh, Allah for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his uh, and, and, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because it was the Honorable Elijah Muhammad who taught that years ago, decades ago, to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Now he's giving us this game. And so as I was looking up Bill Gates Foundation, they was talking about funding, you know, these vaccinations and things of that nature, even for the polio. See, even for polio. Now, in this particular lecture that I'm about to show you, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad warned the believers about getting the polio vaccine. Hmm. Think about that. So let's check this out. In 1961, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us, don't take the polio vaccine. Mm -hmm. And we obeyed him. And later we found out that the vaccine mm. was contaminated with something called SV40, which was a cancer uh, that they were injecting the children with. Oh, you don't see it in your youth. Look at that, man. Look at the minister bringing that out. Now, let me show you what I'm talking about. Bill Gates, let me show you the article I was looking at. Oh, it was like a box. Oh, the minister echoing. Dang, man. Man, I appreciate that. I'll be forgetting to turn my dang. I'll be forgetting to turn my look system thing off, man. I sure appreciate that. Oh, man. I just be. All right, give me a little minute. Let me let me find this little thing I was looking for here. Uh, okay, let's see. No, that ain't what I'm looking for. Okay, this is what I'm looking for right here. This is what I'm looking for right here. I think I got it. Give me a little minute. I'm finding it. Here we go. Now, where is it when I seen when he was talking about polio? Hmm. Fight against. The Gates fight against the coronavirus. But I seen something about the polio disease. 
Okay, I can't find it right now. I know it's on his site, though. Uh, but y'all can look it up, man. Just Google, you know, Bill Gates polio disease or polio vaccine. It, I know I've seen it on his site, but I can't. I've seen it on my phone, so it looked kind of different on this computer right now. But let me just get back to the video. But you just keep living life. And all of a sudden, you begin to break down. When your grandfather was here, they didn't have no cancer thing. Eating from the ground, you weren't dying of all these diseases. Just, just give me a, just a couple more minutes. Yeah, we're, oh yeah, let me take this water because I want to get it out today because I don't know what tomorrow gonna bring. But I want you to have this. I want you to get a tape. I want you to take it home and study it. And if anything that I've said is wrong, come back and point it out to me. I don't think you will. But you have that opportunity. Let me close with this. Did you know that there used to be 750 medical uh, institutions in America training doctors. And they decided they couldn't have that many doctors. So there's only 50 medical schools today. And they stretched out the course, knowing that most students are impatient. And they made medicine an elitist kind of profession. Now let's listen to me. These same bankers took over the American Medical Association. The Journal of American Medicine. Sloan Kettering. The Cancer Institute. It ain't about you getting cured. Mm. It's about money at your expense. You're living in the valley of the shadow of death. Four things I mentioned quick. The big bankers financed through their foundations, cancer research, cancer institutions, Sloan Kettering, Johns Hopkins. By the way, they invited me to Johns Hopkins, but when the president found out they invited me, he threatened to freeze all the money of the international students so they had to disinvite me. What's wrong with Farrakhan? Why, why they don't want me in colleges and universities to speak to the students? Because I probably will turn out to be the best professor you ever had in your life. 
never graduated from college. But the scripture says, how come this man not having letters learn is learned? Mm-hmm. You sat under my voice for two and a half hours. And it's been a learning experience. Wait, wait, wait. From the front to the back. Now I'm going to close. Did you know that there's an alliance between the Food and Drug Administration, the pharmaceutical companies, the pesticide and chemical companies, and the great agricultural concerns that are putting the little farmer out of business and buying up large tracts of land to produce the food that you and I ingest. Watch this now. Big money! Behind it all. Watch. Did you know that one of the holy things that you're not supposed to talk about is fluoridation of the American water supply. Mm. In this book, it says, the principal source of the fluoridation is a poisonous chemical, sodium fluoride, which has long been the principal ingredient of rat poison. Wow, look at that. They tell you that when they put uh, fluoridation in the water, it's going to keep you from having cancer. I mean, um, uh, cavities. I grew up, there wasn't no fluoridation in no water. I ain't never had no cavities. Jada, is that true? Because the food we were eating then. Need that dentist. Was different than the food that you're eating today. Let me show you how they're killing you and me and us. And then I'm going to give you the way out, then we can go home. But you'll never forget this day. And neither will I. McDonald. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. (laughs) I love to have fun while I'm teaching. And I want you to enjoy learning. I'm almost finished, and I know I've been long, but. What a minute to say. I don't come out that much. That means he got. So a, when I come out, I want it to mean something. That means he got an hour left. But before I leave, I want to thank my dear assistant minister Ishmael. Come on out here, sir. He's been doing a great job. And so have you in backing him up. And I want you to keep on backing up Minister Ishmael. Fill the mosque overflowing every week. 
And I want to thank my son, Captain Mustafa. It's a mighty one-two combination. Right hand, left hook. But the two of them get you, you're going down for the count. Are you getting up? Thank you. Now let me finish this. Fluoridation of the water, sodium fluoride, and aluminum. See, some of the owners of Alcoa aluminum, they're connected to the banks. Wow. They had a large uh, <coughs> residue of nitrite after the war, <coughs> so they needed to unload it. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of aluminum, and they needed to unload it. Guess who they unloaded it on? Uh, let me see. Oh, here it is. Look at this. Now, these fluorides resulted in a marked increase in melanonic tumors. Mm. Fluoridation caused interference with the body's production of important neurotransmitters and lowered their level in the brain. These neurotransmitters have the vital function of protecting us against seizures, thus opening the possibility of major increases in stroke and brain damage because of the fluorides in water. <laughs> you with me? The lesser effects of fluorides, which have been noted in laboratory tests, are sudden mood changes. Severe headaches, nausea, hallucinations, irregular breathing, night twitching, damage to fetuses, and various forms of cancer. Now look, they already know this. You don't know it. So if you're not buying bottled water and you're drinking water from the tap, after a while, you start feeling when you get 40. Mm. Sometimes earlier than that. But by the time you're in your 50s, you start forgetting. Man. Wow. Where, where I leave my keys? Where, where my money? Johnny, did you see my wallet? Oh, by the way, could you tell me who I am? <laughs> wow. And that's taking it a little far. But look at this. <laughs> I read something recently that fluoridation of the water is a means of dulling the senses of the American people so that they won't rise up. Mm. That's why. A few of us who are willing to pay the price 
but we don't get back up. Mm. Because you're sitting there, you know I'm telling the truth. But... Wow, that's a good point. Look at this. Boy, this enemy is some, ain't he? They had so much aluminum, they decided that they had to put it on the American people. Mm. And so, here's what they've done. Wickedly wise. Mm, mm, mm. And this is all running back to Rockefeller. But look at this now. I just want to show you what is happening through aluminum. Said aluminum, when you get a lot of it in your system, it starts poisoning you and there's a buildup. Mm. And all of a sudden, you have dementia. Or you have Alzheimer's. And you go back in slavery. Our people died knowing what was going on. And say, son, was he looking at their own daughter and don't know her? Now look at this. They started taking aluminum and making aluminum pots and pans. In the old days, you cooked in that pot over a wood stove. Grandma used to do that. Down. Can I show y'all something real quick? Let me, let me show y'all something real quick. Because the minister is talking about aluminum and the effects of aluminum. Let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something real quick. Look at this. There's a section that I was on. So as you can see here, it talks about aluminum containing, what is that, adjuvants, are vaccine ingredients that have been used in vaccines since the 1930s. Small amounts of aluminum, aluminum are added to help the body build stronger immunity against the germ in the vaccine. Aluminum is one of the most common metals found in nature and is present in air, food, and water. But there's a part here that I wanted to show you all. Man, it was talking about, uh, it was called dangerous. Man. So it's not showing, uh, it's not showing on the desktop, but if you type in aluminum vaccine on your phone, you will see that it says this health concerns. Sometimes the mention of aluminum in vaccines makes parents uneasy. All right. So it says it makes parents uneasy. Let's say why. Uh, that's because there has been some evidence that long-term exposure to high amounts of alum aluminum can contribute to brain and bone disease. However, Aluminum is naturally present in water, foods, even breast milk. Wonder how I got in breast milk. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to point that out as well about just just to drive home what the minister is telling us. All right, this is not what. I, here we go. Let me 
Down in the south. You modern now. You got you an aluminum pot, aluminum pan. Mm. Put your tomatoes in it. You see the tomato turning black, pot turning funny. The first thing that happened to us when we became followers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he said to the sisters, get rid of all your aluminum cookware and get stainless steel. He didn't tell us why, we just obeyed. Now I'm telling you, if you've got aluminum cookware, listen, don't tell me you ain't got no money. Listen. Throw them pots away and get you stainless steel cookware to cook your food in. Now let me tell you what they've done. Mm, he giving us the game now. Alzheimer's is now causing more than 100,000 deaths annually. Mm. <laughs> and it costs billions of dollars to upkeep those that are under care. So they go right back to the treasury of the U.S. government in what is called Medicare. See, you think these people are looking out for you. They're looking out for big money. Look, look, look. When I was a little boy, when I go to the store to buy a Pepsi or a Coca-Cola or a sarsaparilla, you get it in a bottle. You bring the bottle back, you get two cents refund on the bottle. Now, it's in aluminum cans. You go to the store, you buy them cans. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad in Phoenix, Brother Jabril took him out for a ride one day, and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he thought he would like some ginger ale. So they stopped at a convenience store, and uh, Jabril brought him uh, a can of ginger ale. And the messenger looked at him and said, well, you must have bought that for yourself. Because you sure didn't buy that for me. He was teaching him against the aluminum can. <laughs> you love beer? Get it in a can. Go home tonight and pick up your toothpaste. Mm. And look on the back side of the toothpaste. Mm -hmm. It says... If you swallow this poison accidentally, control. call your poison control center. Yep, sure you do. Gotta get that tongue. Oh, uh, no, I think they say tongues then got messed up too. Brush your teeth three times a day, though. But don't swallow that crap. And guess what? The paste the, is made of aluminum. Mm. When you put something aluminum in your mouth, it goes quickly into your system. When the sisters came into the class, when they have their monthly cycle, they clean themselves. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, use white vinegar. Mm. But they got all these perfumed douches that have aluminum in them.
The minute you use it, it goes right in your system. And you're building up now poison in your blood. Look at you. Look at you. Look at us. Woo! Well, he is teaching, man. Mm-hmm. See, you said it, brother. The devil is wicked. See, you can't even imagine the depth to which a wicked mind like that will go to gain a dollar at our expense. So today, when you go to the hospital, it's like going to a clothing store. You go to the clothing store, you say, I'd like to buy a tie for my husband. Yes. Here's a selection. It come back. How about this shirt? How about these pants? I just want to point out, family, this is like... um practical steps from the teachings of the honor of Elijah Muhammad. This is one of the benefits of being in the nation, man. Not only do you get the reality of the scriptures, how to minister, break it down, bring it down to modern time, but practical. Hey, no aluminum, stainless steel. No dishes, you need to get your white vinegar. FOI, man, we learn how to wipe our butt. Shoot, you... They said, look, man, you you wiping it with just tissue alone. That ain't going to get it all, boy. You better wet some tissue. You better use some baby wipes because you ain't getting it all. Now, I know that's a little extra, but that's real. You know what I'm talking about? That's for real, man. So they give you practical stuff. They civilize and give us stuff that we can maneuver and avoid the enemy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, he would really be knocked out if you got this suit. They keep you spending until you satisfy them at your expense. You go to the hospital today, you're a little sick. Then they come in a few days, they say, you know what? You're having palpitation of the heart. We have uh, this pacemaker. Especially if you've got good insurance. They keep adding to you. I got some statistics. I don't have them here today. But when I come back, over 700,000 deaths a year attributed to the medical profession. Unnecessary operations. Messing up the medicines. Misdirecting you in terms of your prescriptions. And sometimes your doctors will over-medicate you, giving you two and three drugs that do the same thing because they get a cut from the prescription. I'm going to go deeper in the future. Murder by injection. Now, brothers and sisters, in closing, you have a president... Okay, I think he's pretty much done with giving us that game on that right there. Heavy. Now, you may say, you know, the minister ain't been, he ain't been talking about vaccines. He ain't been warning us. La, 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 la. Here we go. Let's go on back again. Not only was the minister doing it then, but look at here. This is on the Breakfast Club. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan warning our people once again. 
May God bless you. But here's the thing. When you've got that child coming in, you have to be careful of the vaccine. Come on. That your children are getting. I was going to ask you about that. My dear brothers, there's a there's a, a documentary out, and I wish uh, somebody would write it out for me how we could put it uh, out in the public so they can get this documentary. There are scientists that work for the CDC that have blown the whistle and admitted that they were a part of creating genetically specific vaccines that do damage to black boys. Mm. And that fulfills the scriptures. Kill the male. Pharaoh saw the children of Israel multiplying. Spare the female. And he said, come, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, join on to an enemy, and come against us. Well, what are you going to do, Pharaoh? We're going to kill the boys and spare the female. Mm. And right now, black boys, black men are dying at unprecedented rates. And our women's population getting stronger and stronger. Well, brothers, well, sisters, I went to the graduation the other night of my first great-grandchild. He's 21 or 22. And right at the graduation, I looked, and 92% of those that graduated at the University of Illinois were female. Mm. Now, where can a black female who are now the lawyers, the engineers, they are the ones graduating with top degrees. Where will they find in a black male a, a, um, a counterpart that is equal to them? We're filling the jails. We're filling the prisons. We're filling the armed forces, but we're not filling schools. So we're ill-equipped to do anything to build our people, and that's what we would call a conspiracy that has been planned for us. Let, Let me close that point with this. Oh, they just sent it to me. Yes, sir. The um, If you can uh, get this, it's called VaxedTheMovie.com. Vaxed, V-A-X-X-E-D, TheMovie.com. Get it. Look at it. Mm-hmm. And when you, if you're pregnant right now, I pray, God, that you are wise enough to protect what's growing in your womb because that is what's frightening the enemy, that babies are coming forth 
from the black community, the brown community, and the poor white community that have this sense of genius. The children are born. They're not laying down for weeks and then pulling their head up. The minute they come out of the womb, their head is up. They're looking around. They're perceptive as babies. And if we vaccinate them improperly, this doesn't mean that they are not good vaccines. But I asked the doctor, what's in that vial? He'll tell me it's X and Y. I said, how do you know? Have you been able to test that to tell me that what's in that is what the label says? We've got to set up in our own community our scientists and scholars that can check what is going into our people. we got the talent. It's here, but we trust our enemy. This is the same man who went to General Amherst was his name. A college is named after a murderer. He went to the native people, <clears throat> telling them that all you need is this blanket. And it'll keep you warm during the winter months. But the blanket was filled with smallpox. And we wrapped ourselves in the blanket. And we wrapped ourselves in death. We're too trusting of our enemies. Haven't they shown us enough in 460 years that we ought to check them out and what they give us out? That's why they close trauma centers in the black community and force our children who are killing each other to go into hospitals where we're guinea pigs, man. We really got to wake up now because we are really living in the valley of the shadow of death. And it's going to take all of us being alert. There it is. It's going to take all of us being alert. So now, I know you're probably thinking, what what movie, what is this movie he talking about, this, this vaxxed? I'm about to show y'all that right now. Check this movie out. It's not the movie, but it's the documentary. My phone rings, and it's Dr. William Thompson. You and I don't know each other very well. You have a son with autism, and I have great shame now. There's a whistleblower from the CDC who's going to come out and say that the CDC had committed fraud on the MMR study and that they knew that vaccines were actually causing autism. My oldest son, Ian, was walking and running. After the vaccine, he was no longer able to do that. So I called the clinic and I said, I think my child's had adverse reaction to those shots. And then came the headbang, the constant banging against anything that he could find. Right now, I'm sitting in a very pretty position in terms of providing you a lot of information. The first thing that Thompson did was to plot a graph. Now, if there's no link between early MMR and autism, those two lines should track together. Now, they do track together until they get to 15 months. Then they separate and they continue to separate thereafter and they sliced and diced the data in an effort to get rid of that effect. The relative risk of receiving an autism diagnosis was astronomical. Wow, 
the CDC had known all along there was this MMR autism. So let me go back. If y'all saw that little chart right here, see that chart? That's telling you that it's high as most high in the black boys. That's what it was talking about in the particular documentary. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www. What is abstribe.com? www.whatisabstribe.com. Wow. The CDC had known all along there was this MMR autism risk. In CDC's judgment, the best public policy is to continue vaccination unchanged. You who run our health agencies in this country, you have an obligation to make sure that these studies are complete, thorough, so that we have all the facts. Oh my God, I cannot believe we did what we did, Um, but we did. Omission of crucial data, destruction of documents, misleading the Congress, grievous harm to innocent children. Everything I've been telling my patients for the last 10 years has been based on a lie and a cover-up. Parents should be able to count on federal agencies to tell them the truth. In 1978, the prevalence of autism was about 1 in 15,000 children. If we assume that things are going to continue as they have, we can predict that by 2032, 80% of the boys born will end up on the autism spectrum. Mm. Half the children, 80% of the boys. It's a vast number of children who are being diagnosed with autism every day. This is going to be a complete catastrophe if we just let it happen. So go check that out, man. Vaxxedthemovie.com. Now, this next video right here is about the Ebola. You know that in the Bill Gates video, he mentioned Ebola. Well, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talked about Ebola as well. And it's dangerous. Check this out. And he exposed it being a, you know, biological weapon. They are trying their best to limit the people of the earth. Did you know that there was a policy in America, a policy to depopulate the third world? How does that affect Jamaica? How does that affect the Caribbean? Did you know that Henry Kissinger wrote the memo that became policy and they said they were going to use food as a weapon and they sent that policy 
to the Department of Agriculture, to the Department of Defense, to the Department of CIA Intelligence. So they're all in the world of the third world, setting the third world up for internal strife and revolution and death. Where does your food come from? Why does Jamaica owe billions of dollars for the importation of food when you could grow it yourself? But they grow it a thousand miles away and they cannot pick it after it is ripe. They have to pick it before it's ripe. Then they ripen it with chemical processes. Wax it. Color it. Mm. And you eating it because it looks good in the supermarket. And now you're dying of all these different cancers. Talk to me. They are killing us off. AIDS. is a biological weapon. Ebola is a biological weapon. I read recently, I don't know the truth, but it has been patented. Mm. If you can patent a virus, that means somebody made it. It ain't a natural thing. They have to depopulate the earth by two to three billion people. And you and I are in the crosshairs of the depopulation thrust of the policies of the American government. Where do your vaccines come from? Mm. If you're not getting them from Cuba, you need to look at them carefully. It's 2014 right here, y'all. Please listen. You're vaccinating your children, but you don't know what's in the vial that they're putting in your children's arm. All of a sudden, they're suffering from autism. Mm. Then they tell you, no, no, no. There's, there's no connection between the vaccine and autism. Yeah, tell that to somebody else. See, this is the enemy. The same enemy that put smallpox in blankets to the Native Americans to kill them off. The same enemy that was involved in the Tuskegee experiment to fill black men with syphilis and give them the freedom to cohabit with black women. Hmm. Boy, the minister has been a faithful warner, hasn't he? Here go the other one on Ebola. Check this one out. See, I was going to Africa one day and I had to get a shot. And I asked the doctor, who was a friend of mine, before you give me that shot, do you know what's in that vial 
that you're vaccinating me with? He said, yes, it's on the label. I didn't ask you about the label. <laughs> I asked you, did you know what was in that, that vial? His answer, no. I, I really don't know. How could we let the former colonial and slave master bring in vaccines for our people and we don't have scientists or laboratories to look at this and test it to see if it is what is on the label. Now, I'm just, I may not get a chance in my lifetime to come back to Belize. But I do love you. And I want you to love yourself. Thank you. And I will always love you as well. Now, look, I know this is not uh, easy for you to swallow. But I have a little more to give you to swallow. Look, I was in Zimbabwe. Have you heard of that country? Its president is Robert Mugabe. I was in the capital of Zimbabwe, and they were telling me that 5,000 Zimbabweans are dying every week 20,000 a month from AIDS. And the biggest industry in Harare, which is the capital, is the making of coffins. I was the guest of the Ministry of Health. Please listen. And my sister, who was talking, she said, We are so happy that every child in Zimbabwe has been vaccinated. Mm. Every child. You trust your enemy too much. The enemy came to the native people in America, the Indians, and said, in the winter, you all need blankets. We're going to supply blankets. But they put smallpox in the blankets. And when the Indians wrapped themselves in the blankets, they were wiped out. Mm. You're dealing with an enemy that is a murderer from the beginning and a liar. So says Jesus in the book of St. John. Look, man. John 8:44. I know what I am talking about. See, they won't confront me. They talk about me, but they won't confront me. Because the truth in the mouth of a man who is not afraid to give his life for his people. 
makes him a dangerous man. Right now, there are AIDS and African genocide, illegal wars. Look at President Obama, our brother. We were so happy when he was elected president and he wasn't in office three months when they gave him the Nobel Peace Prize. And the man is bombing, let me see how many countries. He's bombing in Yemen, in Somalia, in Iraq, in Afghanistan. See, what you doing? Just sending drones. What is a drone? It's something that flies. No pilot. But somebody back in a room is guiding this drone and it's dropping bombs, killing even American citizens that they say are enemy combatants. I wonder what they got for me. Right now, the President of the United States is given authority to assassinate American citizens. There's a group that can pick out somebody that they feel is an enemy to America's policies and they'll send somebody to assassinate them. I understand that four members, so-called gang members, didn't wake up one morning because in the middle of the night their throats were cut nearly ear to ear. Who you think killed them? Anytime a black man can organize men he's dangerous. And if he don't play ball with the real demons. It ain't another gang killing them. That's high up stuff. That's high up stuff. Look at what the scripture says. We war not against flesh and blood. Mm. but against principalities and powers Wickedness. and the rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness that's up in high places. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Y'all can't say the minister ain't told us this stuff, man. Check this out. The nation of Islam. On the front lines with the CDC, uh, not the CDC, demanding the CDC transparency and protesting unsafe vaccines. What year was this? 2006. Minister Tony. Look at this. Remember that Dr. Uh, William Thompson? 
Dr. William Thompson, a CDC whistleblower, has charged the agency that employed him with dumping studies that show how vaccines containing mercury have had a disproportionate negative impact on black males and increased cases of autism. Some vaccine safety activists feared that 2032, by 2032, even more children will suffer from autism, which more often strikes boys other than, I'm sorry, in other vaccine injuries. The CDC Vaccine Justice Health Committee of the Nation of Islam and the California-based Vaccine Injury Awareness League since two, October 2015 has worked to increase awareness of hazards in contaminated vaccines. The Honorable, I'm sorry, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan raised the issue of vaccine safety at the Justice or Else gathering for the twin anniversary, anniversary of the, uh, at the Million Man March. Look at this. Look at the pictures. Fighting for our babies, fighting for our people. So they say, what happened with Justice? This was this this what went on. Tried to spread this awareness. Now everybody's in 2021 to talk about it when it becomes a pandemic. And I'm not saying it just to say, oh, you know what I mean? Y'all shouldn't come out now. It's good. We appreciate it. But don't get on, you know, acting like you're the only one and ain't nobody talking about it. It's, you know. When you have the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and many people, many others who have been talking about it, been doing the whistleblowing. Look at this. Minister Tony, Dr. William Thompson. It's 2016. Let me go to another one for you guys. Let me go to another one. What year was this? This, 2000, this July 7, 2015 right here. Look, a movement push pushes for safe vaccines, parent, uh, parental rights, and protecting children. My child, my choice. Look at this. Look at the nation. Look right there. You see the brothers? Ain't worried about color like they try to paint the picture. Online, they try to paint the picture. Oh, you know, the nation teach... You know, the white manager, you know, uh, uh, exterminate them all. That's what the minister, that ain't what the minister teach. We just have a surface level understanding of the teachings. And we haven't went deep enough to understand the psychological shock that he wanted to give to both groups. That's what we, and we put it out as a narrative all wrong. The minister is not no fool. If he was a fool, he would have denied John F. Kennedy Jr. And said to hell with what he's talking about. He understands they have wisdom. He's not dumb to think that someone evil just because their skin color alone. Look at this. Make it a little bit, make it a little bit bigger for you. There it is, right there. There it is. I think that's big enough, right there. Check it out. So there you go, Dr. Uh, no, this is Andrew. This is the one who did the documentary as well on Vaxxed. That's the one who did the documentary on Vaxxed. 
We need to stop saying that these people are powerful because in the sight of God, they look like ants, says student minister Tony Muhammad, representative of the Honorable, Ajma, uh, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. He invited health freedom demonstrators to join the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March, Justice or Else. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says when they come after our children, they have declared a declaration of war. And we cannot sit back and not only not only to let them attack black children, but no children will be attacked in this day and time. Minister Muhammad. Dr. William Thompson, a senior scientist with the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, and Prevention, wrote that he and co-authors omitted data suggesting black males who received the MMR vaccine before the age 36 months were at increased risk for autism in their 2004 article published in the journal Pediatrics. Y'all see this? Minister Louis Farrakhan learned about the problem from attorney, that mean attorney, right? Robert F. Kennedy Jr., progeny of the famous Kennedy family and the son of the U.S. Uh, Attorney General Robert Kennedy Sr. and the nephew of President John F. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy brought his concerns to Minister Farrakhan through Minister Muhammad, who, along with Reza Islam X, Dr. Brian Hooker, Michelle Ford, and others visited Minister Farrakhan at his home and gave the details on how Mr. Kennedy had tried to sound the alarm throughout the black community to no avail. Some of us are afraid, but Mr. Kennedy found his way to our door, Minister Farrakhan said. See, so we've been on the front lines with this. Look at this. Here's from Dr. Hooker. I found the science that says that African-Americans not only may be, but are more susceptible to vaccine injury. And they also have an increased susceptibility to neurological disorders such as autism. This is about Dr. Hooker, who said his son was vaccine injured. The most reliable study shows autism incidents are higher in blacks as compared to Caucasians, Dr. Hooker noted. So that's that. That's that's that article. Then we got this article right here. Is your child's vaccine safe? This is all from the Final Call newspaper, by the way. The Final Call newspaper that people mock. The Final Call newspaper that people get on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook and mock us about. Look at them out there with them Final Calls that being pie. That's all they do is Final Call. No, that ain't no such thing. Oh, that's all they do. That's big work. To stand out there in the heat to give your, to give you. I will finna say something else, but to give you a paper, they got news you can use, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding in it that can save your life if you read it and apply it. And you call us paper boys. I would like to say saviors. 
coming to bring you not just a newspaper, but it comes in the form of a newspaper, but it's bringing you the truth. If you don't want to join the Nation of Islam, that's your business. Ain't nobody forcing you. But to get the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, the final call that goes out weekly to keep the community conscious about what's going on, aware about what's going on, educated, how to eat to live articles in there. A lot of our people would be saved if they would have just picked up that paper, man, and read what's in this article here or read what's in the articles that's in there weekly. You can see, look at the picture. White folks out there. So don't let nobody online paint the picture like we so damn slow to where even if they are fighting for a righteous call, we would deny them. That's foolishness. Let's check out this video right here. We ain't going to check it out too long, but let's check it out. T-vaccine injured children. And we marched here 30 years ago Mm. in May of 1986 in the first public demonstration protesting that the CDC was not telling the people the truth about DPT vaccine risks. And we are back here today again to stand in solidarity with everyone who's here to say again, 30 years later, the CDC is still not telling the people the truth about vaccine risks and failures. And I'm here to tell you that vaccine injury knows no race, no social class, no educational background, no state, no country. There are people, around, not just in this country, but around the world, who are not being tell, told the truth mm. about the fact that vaccines can injure and kill. And in this country, we are being prevented from being able to make vaccine choices for our children. We, By law, that the right to make a choice about which vaccines we use or don't use is being taken away from us by government officials who have collaborated with industry a very profitable industry to say that we have no choice. We're here today, all of us, from many different backgrounds to say, not in America, yes. no forced vaccination, not in America. So uh, my name is Michelle Ford. Minister Tony right there, standing right next to him. Vaccine Injury Awareness League. Is that Brother Reza? That's Brother Reza right there behind him. creator of this rally today and also the rally occurring in Grant Park tomorrow. And I'm here today because I'm inspired by the efforts of families that have suffered with severe vaccine injury. Let's get to Minister Tony. Louis Farrakhan. Once this information Minister Akbar right here. There it is. Come on, man. Look at this. ...to his attention. The tears that formed in his eyes as Bobby Kennedy... Brother Akbar, I don't know if Ryan Hooker him. and Michelle, as they was talking to him, he saw fit that he too, as well as our organization, should stand for the truth of all children, even though we know black boys are disproportionately affected mm-hmm. but what's more important all boys That's right. all children are really affected and ill affected by the lies that's being told by the center for disease control so the honorable minister louis farrakhan said we must lend our voice with the chorus and make sure that we are loud and that we're strong and also that we go after all politicians who have taken money from the pharmaceutical industry, and if they don't change their ways, 
then we should bring them up on charges of treason, move them out of the way. He also said we should make a demand that Congress should subpoena Dr. Thompson for what it is that he know. The American public as well as the world, we have the right to know what is it that Dr. Thompson knows that is bothering his conscience. Now, now, what's crazy, I don't know if any if anybody do have an update on him. Let me know, because I was trying to search some videos before I went live today and I couldn't find none of Dr. Uh, William Thompson. Look at this. Look at this. I couldn't find nothing. Look at this. I couldn't find none of his video. He used to have videos on here, a bunch of them. Couldn't find them. I can't find his videos. There goes some. I mean, some is in here because his name is in a thing, but for the most part, I don't really see his videos like that. I found his Instagram a couple years ago, maybe last year, but I couldn't, uh, I forgot what it was. So uh, at this point, we're about to get into the music review segment of the show. I hope y'all been learning a lot. Uh, This is from uh, uh, Amiria. I know I'm probably getting this wrong. Amiria, Amaria, Amiria. Chisholm, she sent me a song, and this song is called Giving My All. Now, I inboxed her or emailed her back and seen that she was going to give me her Instagram so I can promote her, but she didn't respond yet. So hopefully um, by the time I post it on my Instagram, I know what her Instagram is. But this is the song. The song is called Giving My All. Boy. 
pretty good, man. I think it needs to be mixed a little bit better, but it sounds pretty good. Love overflows, filling up my soul. Unimaginable what you do to me. The smile on my face never is erased. Give all that I have in return. There's nothing I'd rather do than satisfy your every need. Keep it right here. Keep it right here. Giving my own. Giving my own. all to you. There's nothing I'd rather do than satisfy your every need. Keep it right here. Keep it right here. Giving my own. That was pretty good, man. What y'all think about that family? That was pretty good, man. I think she can sing. Got a lot of potential. Great song, great lyrics. I just think it needs to be, a, I mean, it needs to be mixed just a little. It needs to be mastered. But when she mastered it, that thing and mixed that thing, oh, man, she going to be on point. But I like it, though. I like it, man. But with that being said, man, I thank you guys for listening to the Brother Ben X Podcast. Make sure that you go to Brother Ben X Podcast on Apple Music. Spotify, things of that nature. If you guys want to donate and support the platform, you can do so by donating at Cash App, dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Thank you all for listening. You have a blacktastic night. Assalamu alaikum. Hey, listen, family, if you want to learn how to build your own banking system, yes, I said it, build your own banking system. We have a wonderful course, over 30 lessons, 25 hours of content that also comes with a 268 page textbook. Yes. Textbook. That's going to teach you how to build your own private banking system with your family. And let me tell you something. You don't have to be rich in order to do it inside of this. Go to privatebankingblueprint.com, privatebankingblueprint.com, And we're going to show you exactly how you can build your own private banking system for your family. Guess what? Say buy the credit, say buy the debt, I'm going to show you how to do it with our private banking blueprint. See you there, privatebankingblueprint.com.